Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, September 23rd. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. At long last, one of Oregon's most impressive and inaccessible natural wonders is in indigenous hands and on a path toward restoration. The Confederated Tribes of the Grand Ronde this week celebrated the start of demolition on a defunct paper mill that's barred people from accessing Willamette Falls for decades. The tribes bought the abandoned property in 2019 for $2.9 million and laid out a plan earlier this year to transform the area. The paper mill shut down in 2011. The tribes plan to transform the area into a tribal community center and mixed-use development. When it's finished, the Willamette Falls site promises to be a place that's special for tribal members and the general public alike. Willamette Falls Legacy Project, a collaborative partnership between Oregon City, Clackamas County, Metro, and the state of Oregon, officially organized in 2014 to find a way to provide public access to Willamette Falls and had previously secured an easement on the property to create a riverwalk. Both that plan and the tribal plan call for public access as well as extensive environmental rehabilitation of the area by removing industrial structures and restoring habitat for salmon, lamprey, and other aquatic species. Tribal leaders said they want the area to be welcoming for all, and they envision it as a place where people spend significant time and can really experience the falls. The first phase of the Riverwalk project is estimated to cost $65 million, and so far, partners have raised $28 million in public and private funds. An additional $20 million in public funding is earmarked for the overall project as part of the Metro Parks and Nature Bond passed by voters in 2019. Portland is hoping it can help stimulate the downtown economy by giving gift cards to 600 Portland State University students. The city announced it's partnering with Work Systems Inc., a nonprofit workforce development organization, to give $30,000 in gift cards to students. The $50 gift cards could be used at certain downtown businesses. The $50 gift cards could be used at certain downtown businesses. Portland will also subsidize jobs for 30 students downtown. Work Systems will use money from a state grant and federal COVID-19 relief funding allocated to the nonprofit by the city to pay roughly 30 students $16 an hour to work part-time at downtown restaurants and retail shops starting as soon as October. Police arrested a 32-year-old man this week two months after he allegedly stabbed and killed a man in downtown Portland. Hillsborough police and U.S. Marshals arrested Austin Hayes, a 32-year-old man, after tracking him to a Washington County homeless camp he was known to frequent. Hayes was arraigned on second-degree murder charges on Wednesday. He's charged with the fatal stabbing of Quentin Miller on July 24th. Just before 1 a.m., an ambulance passing through the intersection of Southwest Pine Street and 3rd Avenue found Miller laying in the street and it stopped to help him. He was suffering from serious stab wounds and was taken to a hospital where he later died. The indictment accuses Hayes of using a spear in the stabbing. Portland is on pace to shatter its record for homicides in a year. 
Portland State football coach Bruce Barnum lived up to his word last Saturday and bought beer for any fans who showed up to Hillsborough Stadium's beer garden. So what was the damage? Barnum tweeted a receipt Tuesday showing he bought $14,448 worth of Sudsy beverages. That breaks down to 786 Deschutes fresh squeezed IPAs and 1,260 Coors Lights. Barnum made the beer offer last week on the Oregonian and Oregon Live's John Canzano radio show to try and boost fan attendance. PSU defeated Western Oregon 21-7 on Saturday in front of a crowd of 3,124 fans. The Vikings face Montana State at 2.05 p.m. this Saturday. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.